What's up, world? This your boy Radu Smooth from Keemcast 77, brought to you by Logically Consistent. Exclusively on Anchor, you already know what it is. You can find me on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, you know what I'm saying? Anywhere you can find a podcast, man, I'm I'm there. But let's go ahead and get into it. The recent pound for pound list uh by Champside came out and it had me questioning uh the recent pound for pounds list that we've been seeing. And not only that, um this just to agree with, you know, Champ side. Um matter of fact, while we at it, man, shout out uh Blue Blood Sports TV, seventy eight sports TV, uh for non boxing, um Champ side, Aki TV, um boxing ego and if i'm missing anybody else my bad but i get most of my my boxing news not from old media i get it from new media so i'm always on you know youtube patreon uh you know the 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 guys that i listen to for my news i follow them on um about every platform and we will do a show on that one shortly about you know how i get my news and where i get it from and uh you know, all that. Again, um, one more person, too, man, that uh, I like listening to, um, CJ Goodfella. Um, CJ Goodfella TV, CJ Goodfella Sports TV. I don't really know which which one it is, but I know you got a couple couple pages. But um, CJ Goodfella, man, type of man, look it up. Go ahead, go to it. Like I said, man, uh, Champ Side. Champ Side, for real, man. Champ Side is one of the most unbiased guys that I listen to, man, and what's crazy about it is everybody is really doing the same thing. Um, all the all the channels I just named off, they do the same thing. But it's like, and it's not a knock on none of them or nothing, or it's not to say, you know, uh, I ain't gonna listen to them no more, or I gotta, you know what I'm saying, like a like a bad rap with them at all. No, because <clears throat> when you when you listen to people's opinions, that's exactly how you should take it because it's an opinion, right? Not everybody is going to agree on something, right? And and not everybody is going to see it the same way. For instance, and this is one of the topics I wanted to touch on, born fighters, right? Let's go over born fighters, right? Um, every type of boxer you can think of is a born fighter. Right. And I'm not 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 just, you know, you know, being a boxer. I mean, you know, they skill set is wrapped around, you know, them being a good boxer or a good puncher or uh, technically sound with all the skills. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, the game the is uh, let me let me put it like this. Boxing, the, the most crucial part of boxing that, you know, a lot of people leave out is the basic of boxing right what what is this game what if what is boxing about for real right to to hit and not get hit swim without getting wet you know what i'm saying like i don't know if anybody ever heard these terms but at the end of the day man it's not about how much punishment you take bro it's not about uh, somebody knocking you down and then you overcoming that. If they can't knock you down, why give them a chance to knock you down, right? Let's take it back a little bit. I remember when Mikey Gar before Mikey Garcia fought Earl Spence, right? And this this is probably uh, um this is probably gonna go over a lot of people's head, but like Champside said, man, um, 
A lot of these guys just, if you're a born fighter, that means you're black and you box good. Or you white and you box good. Or you Mexican and you box good. If you're a good boxer, that means you're a born fighter. Why? Because you're not getting the knockouts. You know what I'm saying? Uh, take, take Tank Davis' last fight, right? He knocked out, let's, let's go over his last three fights, right? He knocked out Leo Santa Cruz, taller guy, bigger guy. Uh, not by a lot, but bigger guy. Reach and height, right? Then he do, then he gives you another one, and he jumps to 140. Okay, he had he had titles. I don't know if he still got them, but he had titles at 126, 130, 140. You hear me? Like like who like you know what I mean? And and just because those belts wasn't uh, super champions, you know, in, in in the categories of the the you know how I want to put this. WBC got all type of belts. You know what I'm saying? It re- it's really the IBF that's that really is like doing it the way you're supposed to do it. You know what I mean? Uh, the WBO got a couple belts. The WBA got a couple belts. The WBA actually has a super champion, and I, and if I'm if I'm if I'm correct, I hope somebody you know what I mean can correct me if I'm wrong. But if I'm correct, the WBA has a regular champion and a super champion, right? Um, when when Manny Pacquiao was inactive, he got um he got he got demoted to regular champion, which he was the WBA super champion. And then Ugas defeated I fe- who did he fight? Excuse me for not knowing that, but Ugas defeated another champion in the WBA. Um and it was for the regular WBA title and he's he was end up being elevated to super uh, WBA champion, right? The WBO got a couple titles too. So, with that being said, it's to me, um, I don't care what nobody say. Tank Tank Davis, man, is 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 an, is is an incredible fighter. He can box, he can brawl, he can bang. Uh, he got power in both hands. You feel me? So. Let's just go over his last three fights before I get back on my topic. Because this is going to make sense. Tank's last three fights, he got two knockouts and a unanimous decision in the other one. Right? He couldn't knock down or knock out Isaac Cruz. Note that he hurt his hand in the fifth or sixth round. I'm not sure which round it was, but I know he hurt his hand, right? He couldn't knock out uh, Isaac Cruz. My bad, I've been saying his name wrong. Uh, Isaac Cruz... Gonzalez, actually, right? He couldn't knock out Isaac Cruz. He couldn't knock him down, right? But just look at the last two opponents. If you don't want to look at Mario's Barrios like as a as as a great uh, or not a great, but as a good competitor for Javante Davis, because he, because that's still good competition. It's not like he fought some washed up bum ass dude. He pulled out his ass that was just coming off a loss or just got knocked out. And I'm talking about knocked out, not knocked down. He got knocked out and then he wanted to fight him. No, he fought Mario Barrios while he was the undefeated WBA 140 pound regular champion. He defeated him. Mario Barrios had as many, almost as many knockouts as as Javante Tank Davis did. 
Mario Barrios was the taller fighter at 5'11", 5'10". Javante Davis is running at 5'5", 5'6", right? 67-inch reach advantage or 68, 67 and a half or 68. It's one of those, right? Mario Barrios had the reach advantage in the fight. Leo Santa Cruz had a little bit of advantage with height and, and reach. Like, come on, man. Like, we, like if, if, even if you don't want to give Tank uh, Mario Barrios, even if you don't want to give Tank Mario Barrios, right? You got to give Tank Leo Santa Cruz, man. Right? Because it was a tough fight. And the only reason why motherfuckers is looking down on that fight now is because he, he fucking put Leo Santa Cruz to sleep. What nobody... What, you, you didn't hear not a complaint about this fight. You didn't hear nobody being confused about why this fight was happening. Because it was a big fight. But since he knocked Leo out, he got to step up in competition. He got to do more. Well, if I'm not mistaken, right? If I'm not mistaken, it's, it's okay. It's okay for certain guys to move a certain way, Right? And I'm not I'm not coming at nobody for uh putting the content out that um that I'm um that I'm talking about, right? I just don't understand is how Tank needs to step up in competition, right? When he didn't held belt, he didn't held belts in three different weight classes simultaneously. I don't give a fuck what you talking about. There wasn't no bums in the ring with him. You name a fighter that Tank fought that, that didn't have a winning record since he became champion. Name a fighter that Tank fought since becoming champion that wasn't a champion or wasn't a good enough champion for him to say, okay, I want to put his name on my resume, right? Because when you can fight washed up or past a prime niggas and knock them out and do something great, and you want to say that's great? Hell no. If he already been knocked out, then I'm expecting him to get knocked out again. And I'm not saying he doesn't have skill. And this is go for any fighter, any style, whatever. If a guy gets in the ring and I know his skill set is superior, right? I'm expecting a superior fighter to win, right? I'm expecting the superior fighter to dominate, right? So I'm asking, is Leo Santa Cruz not equivalent to a Caleb Plant? Is Leo Santa Cruz not equivalent to a Jamal Herring? Is Leo Santa Cruz not equivalent or even better than a JoJo Diaz? I'm just asking questions, right? And this is all because everybody that is a born fighter, boring, not born, Boring, boring, go to sleep. All the fighters that they say is fighters that put you to sleep, they they either black, Cuban, or Dominican. Why? Because the skill set comes out more, right? My favorite fighters to watch are Mexicans. Why? Because Mexicans go straight at it. Whether it's a boxer, whether it's a boxer puncher, whether it's a brawler. They go straight at it, right? And not just a Mexican, a Mexican versus a black fighter. 
are some of the most exciting fights. Why? Because Mex most Mexicans have the heart to say, fuck it. I'm about to fight him. Why you think most of Gervonta fights has been Mexicans? Because outside of that, he's going to have to fight a Devin Haney or a Shakir Stevens or somebody along those lines for y'all to give him credit. Ain't that crazy? I'm not saying Tank shouldn't be stepping up in competition, but I don't know what stepping up in competition means. Right? He's not fighting bums. He's just not fighting bums. Unless y'all want Tank to put himself in a predicament where he's just overwhelmed, then I don't understand. Because not only has he been fighting the bigger fighters his, damn near his whole career, he's been beating them. And he's been knocking them out. But somehow, some way, the Isaac Cruz fight was boring. It wasn't a great performance. You talking about a man that just beat another man with one hand. How is that not great? How is that not great? I had one hand and I adjusted to everything you did and I beat you. With one hand. Talk to me now with one hand. Right? Now, I know I don't like to get on the Canelo train because I don't really. Listen, we still going to get on it. You would need Gary Russell Jr. to fight more, right? And this just this this and I'm gonna say he's a part he's a part of that group. Born fighters. Why? Because they are natural, naturally gifted boxers. They are naturally gifted boxers, right? And, and can't nobody tell me that it's 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 somebody in 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 I mean, anybody can tell me that it's 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 a skilled fighter in every weight division, right? Right? Every weight division, right? Like we can go up and down the weight divisions and we can get a skilled fighter out of every weight division, right? At 122, my favorite fighter is Cool Boy Stephen Fulton. At 126, of course, it's Gary Russell Jr. At 130, at 130, from 130 to 140, it's a toss-up. It's a toss-up. Even with Josh Taylor in there, it's a toss-up, bro. It's a toss-up to me. Because I got Devin Haney, Shakir Stevens, Javante Davis. She's still cute. Javante Davis, right? I got... Uh, I can say... I, 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 I can't say... I got too many more fighters, but I got a couple guys at 147, 154, 160, 168 also. So you can find just about any style in any weight class. But what I'm not understanding is how the hell Ryan Garcia get dropped, right? He gets dropped. He get back up. He knocks the guy out and win the fight and they praise him. Ryan Garcia hasn't been in the fight since that fight. Huh? Ryan Garcia ducked out ducked out the fight with Javier Fortuna. He didn't want to fight Jojo Diaz. He didn't want to fight Devin Haney. And this is the crazy part. Devin Haney is so fucking boring, right? Devin Haney is so fucking boring. 
Javier Fortuna opted out of his chance to fight Devin Haney for the WBC title. Lightweight title at that. Jojo Diaz was looking to fight Ryan Garcia instead of fighting the champion. Right? Ryan Garcia was the mandatory for the WBC title currently that Devin Haney holds. Matter of fact, Devin Haney had at least four mandatories that ducked him. Come on, man. Let's talk about it, right? Let's talk about it, right? See, Ryan Garcia opted to want to fight uh, Javier Fortuna or, and or Jojo Diaz, right, when he was already number one contender for the WBC belt, right? He opted out of that. Jojo Diaz was trying to opt out his number one contender spot after he beat Javier Fortuna, right? He wanted to fight Ryan Garcia, no belt, right? Let's 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 go over this again. Let's go over this again. Lomachenko, as my man Devin ha Devin the Dream Haney call him, Nomachenko. Nomachenko opted for the franchise title so he wouldn't have to fight Devin Haney cuz Devin Haney was his mandatory for the WBC lightweight title. He opted out of that. He asked Suleiman, can he become the franchise champion at 135? Right? So, the belt was then given to Devin Haney because then nobody want to fight him. And to put it in plain sight, Lomachenko forfeited the belt to Devin Haney so he wouldn't have to fight Devin Haney. Devin Haney, as a mandatory, was getting ducked. Devin Haney, as a champion, is getting ducked. He's the most ducked guy in between 130 and 140. Anybody, anybody, anybody want to argue that? We can argue that. But Devin Haney is pretty boy Floyd right now. He's the most ducked. Devin Haney's gonna have to get mean. Devin Haney's gonna have to talk shit. Devin Haney's gonna have to be a, a villain, right? And that's the only time you give guys credit that's particularly don't have the complexion for the protection. <laughs> and that's truthfully to be honest. Right? But let's get back on it. Mikey Garcia said he didn't want to fight Terrence Crawford because Terrence Crawford would box him all night. Like champ side to say, somebody press one. Well, I'm pressing seven and deleting that shit. Why? Because that's exactly what Errol Spence did to him. Box circles around him. The whole night. The bigger guy outboxed the smaller guy. I want y'all to note that. I want I want y'all to note that. Right? They said Earl Spence was going to come in, be a bully, uh, bully way Mikey Garcia, all this and that, all that and this. He outboxed that man. And Mikey Garcia was supposed to be the better boxer. Mikey Garcia was supposed to be the guy with superior skills. As you see, he wasn't. We're going to get on some more born fighters, right? Let's get on some more born fighters, right? 
Shakir Stevens, he's boring. Cool boy Steph, he's boring. Right? Jerron Boots Ennis, I don't know how he made this list, but Jerron Boots Ennis, because he can box so good and he been and he been damn near running through everything you put in front of him. Oh, he need to step up in competition. He need to fight this. He need to fight that. Why you think he demolishing the people that's in front of him? Like I like 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 you know what I mean? Like why do you think why do you think he's demolishing everybody that you put in front of him? He's trying to make a statement. He's he want all the big fish. He wants to be undisputed. Right? Jerome Boots Ennis has got to be the most skillful welterweight as far as what else can he do, right? He can do everything. He can box, he can brawl, he can bang. He do everything, right? He do everything, right? Cool boy Steph, the same way. He may not knock everybody out, but he's dominating. Like, you, like you gotta, like, I don't know what the fuck done change with people's perception of, of, of boxing, man. It's always do the hitting and not get hit. What? What they say, the greatest of all time, Muhammad Ali, was a real boxer boxer. He boxed you. He boxed you. He didn't overwhelm you with size and strength and all this. He overwhelmed your ass with speed and skills. He was strong. He was a heavyweight. He was strong. Right? Like, what, 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 like, like, like. What, what are we talking about? What are we talking about? Because a born fighter is someone who doesn't throw punches to me. A born fighter is a is a is a guy who do, who come in there and he just looking for the one punch knockout, right? Right? That guy that's just head hunting, right? That's boring because I don't see nothing that you're doing to make me be like, oh yeah, I want to fight. No, 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 no. If you don't really fuck with boxing, stop watching boxing for UFC shit. If you want to see all that banging and tough stuff and all that extra elbows and kneecaps and toes in the face, go ahead and go watch some UFC, man. Boxing has been what it is as long as it's been. Everything above the waist. Right? Everything above the waist. This is boxing. If you can't beat me standing up, you can't take me to the ground. If you can't beat me standing up, I repeat, if you can't beat me standing up, you got to find another way to adjust and win. Right? See, in UFC, if somebody can't stand up with somebody, you know what they do? They take them down on the ground. They try to wrestle them, submit them, all that. That's an outlet and another way out to win. Do y'all get how hard it is to be a boxer? I can't grab a nigga if he whooping my ass. I can't elbow him. I can't headbutt him. I can't knee him. I can't do all that extra shit. I can't take him to the ground if he whooping my ass. I got to adjust, and if I can't adjust, it's going to be a long fucking night. This is boxing, man. This is boxing. All the extra shit around it is just bullshit that makes no sense. I hear a lot of guys talking about the Paul brothers. Whoa. 
right? Listen, man. When Jake get in the ring with a real boxer, like his brother did, a real boxer, a real boxer, a real boxer, one more time, a real boxer, then I'll talk to you about how good he is and how good he is not. Where his wins came from, Nate Robinson. <laughs> Tyron Woodley. Like, Tyron Woodley, like, and there's no knock on Tyron Woodley. One of the greatest welterweights of all time in the UFC. One of the greatest welterweights of all time. I might put him number two behind George St. Pierre because that's that's my that's my favorite welterweight of all time, George St. Pierre. I just feel like the dude was 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 on a level with um Anderson Silva. Right? But he's not a boxer, bro. He's not a boxer. Now, how about you get Mr. Paul to go in the octagon with Tyron Woodley and then talk to me? Again, man, I'm just doing, I'm just saying what, what needs to be said. He's boxing UFCers and, and celebrities. That's, that's not, he's not a real boxer, bro. And the only reason why I say that because he hasn't fought a real boxer, bro. But fights like that to y'all are exciting. That's exciting. That's exciting. Right? But a guy like Shakir Stevenson, Devin Haney, you know what I'm saying? Terrence Crawford. And I'm, I'm not even talking about boring fighters no more. I'm just talking about the elite fighters with skills that people say that's boring to watch. How is it boring to watch somebody with the skill that amazes you every time you watch him. You know who else is a great boxer that a lot of people be like, oh, yeah, you're Danis Ugas. Uh, Here's Lanny Laura. You hear me? Like, everybody that's born, that's a born fighter, they not getting hella knockouts. They not, they not, um, they not being super aggressive. They might take control in a fight, but other than that, they doing what's best fit what's best fit them. What what's best in a skill set. And that's the box. I don't understand it. It's called boxing. Not brawling, not fighting. It's called boxing. To hit and not get hit. Swim without getting wet. And I, I'm, no, I'm not going to change too many people's minds about boring fighting and sighting or all that and this and that and the third and whatever. But if you sit down and really analyze the fights, you will see that you're getting more than what you should be getting. Because some guys don't, like I said, some guys don't belong in the ring with some guys. Right? Manny Pacquiao get in the ring with Joe Horn. Joe Horn didn't belong in the ring with Manny Pacquiao. Manny Pacquiao beat Joe Horn. But what they do... I mean, Jeff Horn, my bad. What they do, they give Jeff Horn a dub. Why? Because they knew Terrence Crawford was moving up in weight. Come on, man, it's, it's simple. They fed Jeff Horn to the Lions, right? After Jeff Horn got fed to the Lions, what happened to Jeff Horn? I rest my case. He just beat Manny Pacquiao. 
So for him to lose to Terrence Crawford, it shouldn't have knocked his career that far lower, that far down. No way in hell. He beat Manny Pacquiao, right? And a damn good Manny Pacquiao at that. Your Danis Ugas beat a 42-year-old Manny Pacquiao, which was still a good Pacquiao who just came off a victory beating Keith Thurman. Right? Manny Pacquiao beat Adrian Broner. Right? And not to say it like that, but if you look at all A-B losses, look at all, all of Adrian Broner losses. All of them came to multiple world champions. Right? And it's still not good enough, right? Manny Pacquiao still not still wasn't good enough to beat Jeff Horn, right? Lies. Politics, man. Look at how it's set up. Like now, Canelo's supposed to go up and face the WBC light heavyweight champion, right? Right? How does that work? Because Josh Taylor about to go up and if he move up and wait, he will get a title shot at Terrence Crawford, right? Right? I'm just asking questions. I'm just asking questions. This your boy Radu Smooth. Think, think, think. Once you let them control the narrative, they seek, they can seek what they think in your mind so you can think it too. Think outside the box, man. Be outside the box, man. Somebody said Deontay Wilder um, will never be a great champion. Huh? He defended his heavyweight title 10 times. There's only two more people with more title defenses in the heavyweight division history. In history. Check that note. Deontay Wilder started boxing when he was 18. The same year he started boxing, he went to the Olympics and got him a bronze medal. Uh, the amateurs is not about power and knocking guys out and none of that. The amateurs is about really about points. And if I'm wrong, somebody correct me. But let's keep pushing. How Deontay Wilder is not a good uh, a great champion, I don't understand it. That man got 10 title defenses. 10. 10. And he faced a lot of guys in the top 10. For a guy that has no skills, how the fuck did he get there? Muhammad Ali have two separate um, 10 title defenses. And Joe Lewis has, what, 25? It's in the high 20s. He got 20-something consecutive heavyweight title defenses. Right? There's only two people in that in that talk with Deontay Wilder. Not Mike Tyson, not Evander Holyfield, not Lennox Lewis. Hell, not not even Tyson Fury. Not Klitschko. No. Deontay Wilder, Muhammad Ali, and Joe Lewis has the most consecutive title defenses. I think it's Joe Lewis, Muhammad Ali, and then it's Deontay Wilder. Note this too. Just like Javante Tank Davis, Javante only didn't knock down one of his opponents. And that was that was uh Eastside Cruz in his last fight. That's the only guy he he faced that he hasn't knocked down or knocked out. Right? 
Deontay Wilder the same way. He knocked out, I mean, he knocked down every guy he's faced. He didn't knock out everybody, of course. He didn't beat uh, Tyson Fury. But he knocked out or knocked down everybody he faced, right? And I want y'all to note this shit too. Deontay Wilder was always the lightest fighter in the ring. He was knocking out guys 30 to 40 pounds bigger than him, man. Deontay Wilder was a great champion. And he's still the man. Because what Deontay Wilder did is an anomaly. We probably never, ever, ever, ever see nobody like Deontay Wilder again. And I'm not talking about just raw power. The way he did it. It's the way he did it. He ducked no fighters. He ducked no fights. He fought everybody. Except Anthony Joshua. Wasn't his fault. It was Anthony Joshua's fault. Note that. My man, Anthony Joshua turned down $50 million to fight Deontay Wilder. He turned down 50 mil. Fought Andrew Ruiz and got his ass beat. Right? Just got done fighting Usyk and got his ass beat. Right? This man got beat by two different styles. Deontay Wilder only got beat by one person. Can y'all tell me how many title defenses does Tyson Fury has? Tyson Fury box circles around Klitschko. I'm going to say that. I'm going to give Tyson Fury some type of credit. He box circles around Klitschko, right? He beat Klitschko. Why he didn't give Klitschko the rematch, who knows? But Tyson Fury was the lineal heavyweight champion the whole time he was sitting on his ass not fighting they took the lineal status from him once he got the fight with Deontay Wilder because they didn't know if he can beat Deontay Wilder they took the lineal status from him and if don't nobody know what the lineal champion is it's the ring magazine right they took that once he beat Deontay Wilder, they gave it back to him. They didn't know if he can beat Deontay Wilder, and they didn't want Deontay Wilder to be the lineal heavyweight champion of the world. Come on, man. Tyson Fury did not fight for two whole years. Two years. And he stayed in the rankings as the champion without fighting for two whole years. Then all of a sudden, when he come back and get the Deontay Wilder fight, they take the champion status from him and give it to Anthony Joshua. Let's bring this back a little bit, right? Now, to be number one, you got to beat you got to beat the champ, right? I mean, when you're number one, you in line to face the champ, right? You're the mandatory. If you're number two, you have to be number one to become number one, right? I never seen Andrew Ruiz as number one because Anthony Joshua was number one, was ranked number one, while Tyson Fury was still the champion and active. I never seen Anderson Usyk number one. He beat Anthony Joshua too. 
But for some reason, Dillian White is ranked. You got another guy with 14 wins, no losses, and he beat a bunch of bums and he ranked 10. I don't even know the guy name. But you see how the rankings go? Now Deontay Wilder is third and Anthony Joshua is 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 second and Anazelic Usyk is first. Anthony Joshua got beat by two separate fighters. Andy Ruiz should be ahead of Anthony Joshua. I don't care about the rematch. Right? I don't care about the rematch because Andy Ruiz is going to be back on top one day. He's going to get a piece of that heavyweight crown again. That's what I believe. But as you can see, as you can see, overseas, they're keeping a hold to those three belts. The WBA, the WBO, and the IBF. They're keeping a hold to those. And they keep grouping them up. Right? Every time a guy get a shot at the champion with those three belts, it's for, it's for all three belts. It's never for one. It's never for two. It's for all three of them. Crazy, huh? Which I know the individual sanctioning bodies have mandatories for every individual belt. Man, I ain't telling you nothing you should not already know. This your boy Radu Smooth signing out. Peace, love, happiness. I'm out. So, from me to you, from me to you, you use your senses, man. You see what you looking at. You see what you doing. Not only that, you see what's in front of you, bro. You see the examples, right? You got to do that. Because most fighters that's born to certain people, they just born fighters, right? Born fighters are boxers, right? That's what that's what y'all like to say, born fighters are boxers. Well, if if I'm if I'm not mistaken, that's the best way to stay healthy. That's the best way to keep boxing until you ready to quit your damn self. Is to not get hit. In football, you got a running back, right? If he don't have the body to take the hits, where you think he going? He juking the shit out of you. He running out of bounds, right? Same shit with a boxer. The more blows you take, the less time you will have in the game, right? So nine times out of ten, a born fighter is somebody you don't want to see or somebody you hate on. That's, that's all it is. It's somebody you hate on. Because if you telling me Shakir Stevens is born, then Tyson Fury is born as fuck. If Devin Haney is born, then Gennady Golovkin is born as fuck. Right? Like, we got if Javante Davis is not as exciting as you think he is, then Canelo Alvarez ain't shit. He's not fighting nobody. I hear Tank getting run through. He ain't fighting this. He ain't fighting that. We just went over that in the last episode. That's because Tank doesn't have the protection or the complexion. And not only that, Tank is more humble now. So now they they feel like, okay, let's get him now. But he humble. Ain't, ain't shit you can do to him now. You know what I mean? Motherfucker know, when a motherfucker know who they are, ain't, ain't pretty too much you can, you can do. Right? He's he's a, he's a he's a knockout artist with skill. So it doesn't matter how he wins, he just knows he can get the job done. Devin Haney, he's a superb boxer and a lethal counterpuncher. You're not going to hit him, right? Shakir Stevens the same way. You're not really going to hit him. Andre Ward was was so-called born. 
but he'll fight you any type of way you wanted him to fight you. He'll box you, he'll brawl you, he'll jab you to death, or he'll just outwork you. It really didn't matter, right? Floyd Mayweather, we don't have to really talk about Floyd, right? We all know what Floyd did, we all know who Floyd is. But the skill is what sets everybody else apart, right? He made Manny Pacquiao look like a fucking sparring partner, right? He had a torn, he had a he had a uh, a, a torn rotator cuffs, and he beat Luis Castillo the first fight, which they said he should have lost. Came back and whitewashed Luis Castillo, whitewashed him. You hear the difference? It's 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 pretty it's pretty much simple if you follow the goddamn trail. The most exciting boxers has always been what? Boxers. Oh my God. That's that sound about right, don't it? Boxers. If I'm watching boxing, I want to see a boxer. <laughs> Doesn't that make sense? I'm watching boxing. I ain't watching UFC. I ain't watching bare knuckles. I ain't watching uh judo submission takedown. I ain't watching wrestling. I'm watching boxing. I want to see some skill. I want to see some flash. You know what I'm saying? And don't get mad at the guy that got more skill for coming in the ring and dominating someone like they supposed to. Devin Haney has never been a knockout artist. Devin Haney has always been a boxer. He got a couple knockouts under his belt, but how Devin Haney going to beat you? The Floyd Mayweather way. He going to break your bitch ass down. Body, head, head. Right? Shakir Stevenson beat you the same way. But Shakira Stevenson don't get hit, right? Devin Haney don't get hit. It's hard to even hit Javante Tank Davis sometimes. But we've seen him get hit in the ring with guys that are longer, right? You see the difference now? The adjustment. We've seen Javante adjust to every opponent he's faced. We've seen Devin Haney adjust to every opponent he's faced. We've seen Shakira Steven adjust to every opponent he's faced. Like, what, what, what are we not getting? What are we not getting? Is, is, is Terrence Crawford not the, the best pound-for-pound pound fighter? Right? I'm an Earl Spence guy. We all know that. But I feel like, I feel like the fight that's going to happen, and Terrence Crawford and Earl Spence will happen, that fight will be... To me, a Terrence Crawford fight, right? Because Terrence Crawford seems to have more skill. I haven't seen everything in Earl Spence bag. Not only have I not seen everything in Earl Spence bag, but I see now Earl Spence is smarter, wiser. He's boxy more, right? That little fight with Sean Porter, he he didn't do that with Danny. Why? Because he made the fight harder for himself against Sean by trying to brawl Sean instead of box Sean. Because Terrence Crawford wasn't having a, a, a easy route with Sean. He stopped Sean. Give him credit for that. But on the scorecards, my man was down. Just like Canelo was with Caleb Plant. And y'all give Canelo all the credit in the world. And yes, you can't take that undisputed from him. But Caleb Plant was on his way to winning that fight if he didn't get knocked out or knocked down. What? What? But the boring fighters are the fighters y'all don't want to see. Y'all call Gennady Golovkin boring in the first Canelo fight, but Gennady Golovkin threw more punches than Canelo. Eh? 
In the second fight, I think Gennady Golovkin beat Canelo. I mean, I think Canelo beat Gennady Golovkin. The first fight was Gennady Golovkin's. It's always a stipulation. It's always a path, right? It's always a path to greatness. It's just how you take your steps, right? Canelo is going to be remembered for what? Canelo is going to be remembered for what? For being undisputed at 168. Canelo is going to be remembered for what? Fighting Floyd Mayweather, losing to Floyd Mayweather, and never losing another fight again. You see how every time Canelo do something, they bring up the Floyd fight. They bring up the Floyd fight. Well, don't just bring up the Floyd fight, even though Floyd really was the only one to ever make sure that, oh, we see the skill of Canelo. We see him. He ain't, he ain't on that level yet, right? But Andrew Larry Laura, the American Dream, also to me beat Canelo Alvarez with good boxing skills, right? Right? The, like, yeah, right, the born fighters will beat you with their skill. And the people that hate it can't do nothing about it. You can't do nothing about it but avoid them, try to cheat them, or at this, or at this whole point, try to sign them and get them on your side. Right? Shout out, shout out, shout out Boo Boo Andre and the Charlo brothers. Because they've been getting ducked their whole career. Right? Terrence Crawford been getting ducked. Earl Spence used to get ducked a lot. You see all the guys that's getting ducked is not even who you think they should be. The guys that are getting ducked are the guys that shouldn't be getting ducked. I'm just saying what I'm saying. It's a boogie, it's a boogeyman at every weight class. Find them. Right? It's a boogeyman at every weight class. Find them. So we're gonna shout out to the to the guys that can become undisputed in a weight class. Cool boy Steph has two of the Bantamweight titles, 122-pound Super Bantamweight, 122-pound titles. Um, he can unify with the other champion who also holds two belts in the same weight class. So get them two in together. We got an undisputed Bantamweight champion. Cool boy Steph, man. Cool boy Steph. At 135, as we all know, Cambosis beat Teofimo Lopez. If I'm Cambosis, my next fight is Devin Haney to try to secure the undisputed title. If not, I don't know where else you go because there isn't a bigger fight than that. If you're going to fight Lomachenko, cool. But you telling me I'm going to fight Lomachenko and Lomachenko doesn't have a belt, but Devin Haney has a belt and I'm not trying to fight the guy with the belt? Ducking, right? Shakir Stevenson. Shakir Stevenson. I think he can unify his weight class. Maybe even be undisputed, right? At 140, Josh Taylor is already already undisputed. You know what I mean? At 147, Earl Spencer, Terrence Crawford will be undisputed. Either or, pick pick. You can take a pick. It's not it's not a bad pick at all. Um, even even Ugas, maybe Ugas can beat uh Earl Spence. You know who knows? It's boxing, man. Who knows? Right? At 154, you got you got Charlo, Charlo and Castano hold the other hold the titles. At 154, and they need to go ahead and get that rematch on. At 168, it's, it's a little scattered, but I'm thinking you get the right fights. You can have an undisputed champion there just because of the skill in the fighters that's in that weight class. At 168, of course, Canelo is undisputed, but he's talking about moving up and going to face a light heavyweight, so that means he will drop all the belts, right? He will drop all the belts once he move up. 
So is Canelo going to sit at the 175-pound weight division or is he going to move back down to 168? He got unfinished business at 168 to me because he never fought David Benavidez, man. I don't I don't care about the Charlos for real, not to say it like that, or I don't care about Boo Boo Andre like that, not to say it like that, but David Benavidez was the WBC 168-pound champion. He lost his title on the scale. He's a two-time, actually. He lost his title twice on the scale, won it back, and then lost it again on the scale, right? Instead of Canelo Alvarez requesting to fight the champion that lost his belt on the scale and not to an opponent, he want to fight somebody that's coming off a knockout loss. So, no. No. Yes, he's 168 in the book, but not in my book. I mean, he's undisputed at 168, but not in my book. Not in my book. Not in my book. That doesn't work for me. That doesn't work for me. That doesn't work for me. No one, no one has yet to beat David Benavidez. That doesn't work for me. Right? This your boy Radu Smooth. KingCat77, logically consistent. You already know the motto, man. Love, peace, happiness. Peace.